Good Sunday morning to everyone, and welcome to this week's broadcast of the My Brother's Crossing radio show. My name is J.T. Clark, and I'm a servant leader with our ministry, My Brother's Crossing. And I'm Terry Lee Clark, and I'm also a servant leader with our ministry. And we're excited to be with you all for one more Sunday morning, and uh, we appreciate uh, Kathy Orr for her support and helping us make yeah. this possible, uh, and certainly WYTI Radio for offering the platform to our ministry to, to just share kind of what's been going on in our ministry and and just uh, how God uh, works and moves in, in our lives. Oh, it, it's been amazing. Just uh, the past week, I mean, it's been just uh, an incredible week of, of God moments and just, uh, you know, some some great things happening in our ministry. Yeah, uh, Terry Lee, I was doing a little math uh, a couple of days ago, and it looks like uh, we've traveled nearly 6,000 miles just in the month of March. Mm-hmm. And we aren't finished with March yet. We still have a week to go. Yeah, not finished. About. And we really haven't been anywhere. It, it's just been all local travel uh, mm-hmm. and ending up right back at home e- e- each day. And uh, to think that uh, the opportunities like this and, and simply going as God opens the door. Yeah, amen. Amen. And, you know, as uh, he opens these doors and we're obedient to the calling, you know, he just continues to open more doors for us. One of the special things that happened in the past week, Terry Lee, we were down at the Hope Center in Axton on Friday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, each Friday night, except the second Friday of the month, uh, you and I are leading, uh, facilitating a family support group meeting uh, that starts at 6 p.m. and goes till about 6.45. And uh, following that, then the residents of the Hope Center are allowed to meet with any family members that come and participate in the uh, in the meeting, in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, group discussion. And uh, this past Friday night, uh, we've been, over the last several weeks that we've been facilitating, we've been talking about uh, Galatians 5, 22 and 23, which is the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. Yes. And uh, and Scripture outlines what those characteristics are. And, and uh, we, we've talked gen- generally about all nine of them, uh, but then we've been each week uh, over the last several weeks have been breaking down uh, each one. And we started with love then joy. And this past Friday night, uh, you spoke on peace. Mm -hmm. I did. And, you know, with all the men gathered there and they had families on a Zoom call and whatnot, um, it it just, uh, it was surprising to me um, just how the guys locked in on it and were participating in, you know, talking about having peace in their life how they're getting this peace from God and where it's come from, from the point where they came into the Hope Center with no hope whatsoever, no peace in their life to where they are today now walking with peace. Um, You know, going in here, you don't know how this is going to be received each time. Um, You know, is it going to be just, oh, you know, let them talk and understandably they want to be with their family members. But we want what we speak just to stir their spirits and the spirits of their family members that are there or that are watching on Zoom. And um, I was just excited just to see how God was moving last night through that room. Yeah, you you know, we, as, we've, uh, as we've gone through each one of these mm-hmm. uh, characteristics uh, to this point and, yeah. and going in to be... One of the one of the changes, one of the dynamics that changed on Friday night is the meeting environment, the room yes. where we met, 
and it was a little bit uh, tighter space. It was mm-hmm. a little bit noisier space, and I thought the potential for them not to be engaged, not to be able to tune out the distractions, to pay attention to what you were hearing. Fortunately, they had a microphone set up so that your voice could carry over the the, the sound in the room, uh, and you, um, it just how what you said, what God led you to say uh, in in the opening, mm-hmm. and then the conversation that flowed from that, yeah. uh, the way the guys were enthusiastic and, and wanting, and I was standing over by Toby, who's the recovery center coordinating. Mm-hmm. And, and I just kept saying to him, I just kept whispering to him, man, somebody's, somebody's getting affected tonight. Somebody needed what's happening tonight. You, you could just, it was palpable in, mm-hmm. in the room of guys, how, how they were engaged in what was being said and how the spirit was stirring in them, uh, as that all, all unfolded. Well, it did, you know, and, and I was praying to myself quietly before I began that Lord just give me the boldness to speak about the peace that you give us, the peace that surpasses all understanding, that it will just stir in these men. They will get it. They will get it. And they did. And it didn't. As a matter of fact, one man started to speak, and he did. And probably 15, 20 minutes later, he raised his hand. He said, you know what? I want to change that. And his whole thought process, realizing the peace he had, and where it was coming from had changed from what he had said 15 or 20 minutes prior. Yeah. I don't even yeah. think it was 15 or 20 minutes. It I mean, was probably about five long. minutes. But, yeah, I mean, uh, but still. Yeah, just the fact that he did. Uh, the, you know, and we're, we're talking to the folks that are listening to the program this morning or, or whenever they might listen to a recording of this. Um, you know, when, when we accept Christ as our Savior, uh, the Holy Spirit is dwelling within us. Yes. And because of the Holy Spirit, we have these mm-hmm. attributes, these characteristics of mm-hmm. the fruit available to us. Mm-hmm. But when we're new in our faith, we don't how, know how to leverage. We don't know how to harness the power yes. of the Spirit uh, to man- make these gifts manifest in our life, make yeah. these uh, make this the characteristics manifest in our life. We're used to responding and reacting one way mm-hmm. because this is how we have lived for so long, uh, but now we have access to peace. Mm-hmm. We have access to love, not in our own strength, but because the spirit dwells within us. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I mentioned to the men that, you know, we have that spirit dwelling within us and we have the ability to harness it and, you know, have patience where at one time you didn't have the ability to have patience. You have the ability to have peace. Now, what you may need to do is you need to go and be in prayer with the Lord. You need to get into the word. And they know this now. They've been there for a little bit, some of them. And, you know, open that Bible and start reading. God will reveal to you what you need. And you may sit there with anxiety and suddenly you are filled with peace. And I shared with them, you know, my story that peace that surpasses all understanding my testimony and uh, they were just blown away, you know, by by this. I said, you have to experience it. And when you do, you know that this is from God. This yeah. is nothing else. That's right. And so uh, that time on Friday night with, with those guys was just a, a kind of a cap to the end of a full day of ministry we had on Friday. And mm-hmm. um, like you said, it's just been a, a lot of uh, opportunity to share the gospel, to speak life, love, and truth into the lives of other people, uh, whether it's been a car ride with one right. person 
or it's been mm-hmm. uh, uh, in front of a group like this. And, and mm-hmm. you know, this past Sunday, yeah. uh, we had two opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were um, Beaver Creek. at Beaver Creek Church in Floyd mm-hmm. uh, with a packed house. Yes. Um, just in the standing room only kind mm-hmm. of thing, uh, showing the movie there and having conversation, just brief conversation about it. And then on Sunday night this past week, mm-hmm. uh, we were at uh, Patrick Henry Correctional nice. Unit 28, mm-hmm. uh, which is in Henry County on Route 58, uh, just uh, near in the horse pasture community. Yeah. And uh, there was a room full of men uh, wow. incarcerated there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the privilege of going in and sharing the message the story of our ministry and showing the movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one thing that we know about people that are incarcerated, we hear from over and over is right. we're, we can't cry. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, if we cry, we show that we're weak. Mm-hmm. And uh, the lights were dimmed down. The movie was started and it didn't take very long into the film before we heard people Sweet sobbing. Sobbing, yes. Uh, and, and so they were affected by the story of it all. They were affected and, and so many people that uh, see the movie tell us, and p- including these folks that are incarcerated, talk about how they struggle to accept the forgiveness that's available to them. Right. They struggle to uh, understand that they too can be forgiven for the mistakes they've made in their in their life. Well, and you know, reminding them that when they accept that relationship with Jesus Christ and their salvation, they are a new creature. The old has passed away. They're not the person who was addicted or whatever their past may have been that they felt defined them. That's not them anymore. They are now a child of God, a child of the Most High, and nothing can change that. And so if you're listening to the program this morning, if you're listening to this uh, recording of this uh, at some point in the future, uh, just know that once you... Repent. Mm-hmm. Once you repent of your sins yes. and accept the forgiveness that Christ had, once you call on the name of Jesus, yes. uh, you are in that moment mm-hmm. justified and adopted, yes. and you're made new. Yes. And it, it's uh, difficult for, for some of us to get. It's difficult for us to wrap our minds around, but it doesn't change that that's the fact. Right. And, uh, and so we just uh, encourage you, if you're listening to this and and uh you're not on a path with christ you're mm-hmm. he's not your lord and savior mm-hmm. we just ask you to call on the name of jesus yes. and invite him in invite him into a relationship we're not talking about religion no. uh, we're talking about a relationship with the one who went to the cross yes. who shed his blood that we might be uh redeemed yeah. that we might be uh, reconciled back to the father and uh it just covers all of our sins. It does. It, it, he he covers our sins, sins through what he did. Yes. And and we are made new. And yes. we're made uh new and, and righteous. Yes. Our uh sin, our mm-hmm. sin is imputed to him through mm-hmm. this through this declaration, mm-hmm. and his righteousness is imputed to us and we become a new creature. Yeah. I mean, it, it's beautiful and it, it is hard. I mean, I've been on my faith walk since I was a child. And it's still even difficult to wrap my mind around. I have this amazing father in heaven who loves me a million times more than the love my parents showed me. That's hard to think about because I know how much we love our children. 
and how important they are to us to think that somebody could love them more than us. But our Father in Heaven loves us so much, so very much. And uh, it, it's just uh, what a blessing. What yeah. a blessing to have that relationship. You know, Terry Lee, over the last couple of radio shows, uh, episodes that we've recorded, uh, we've talked about a breakthrough. Yes. Uh, we've talked about a breakthrough that's happened in my life. And mm-hmm. and last week you revealed that you had just written the night before that you thought maybe you'd had enough and, and maybe you were done. And, you know, I know that you've experienced uh, in the past uh, the idea that uh, at that great difficulty, that great difficulty in, in choosing to continue to move forward and uh, continue to walk out what where you were, where God had you. Well, you know, I sat there that night for four hours in our recliner, which is something I never do. <laughs> and I prayed and prayed and was pleading with God to change this in you, to give JT a clean heart, to take this away from you. That, Lord, you know, I took my vows before you. I stuck this out for almost 29 years before he came to this relationship. You know, with you, um, praying for him every day, multiple times a day, Lord. And I don't want to walk away from this now, but I'm at that point where something's got to give here. I cannot continue in this. And God answered my prayer. And what she's speaking about to taking this, what the this is, yes. is uh, the way I would lash out at you. Yes. And, and it wasn't a daily thing, but one time is too many. Uh, and it was uh, enough that it was hurtful to you. It, it affected you, and we've, we've kind of gone over that. Uh, but, Terry Lee, how has the last several weeks been since we declared that this breakthrough has occurred? Oh, I mean, it's miraculous because I see it every day in you. I see the change that God has made in your heart. And, again, you know, you said it's not that— most of these things had nothing to do with me. It rarely had anything to do rarely, with me. Rarely, uh, you know, occasionally, but it was something that shouldn't have even taken anything to that point. It should have just been a conversation, and it wasn't. And the last couple of weeks since his breakthrough has been such a joy, such a joy, because it's what, you know, for this first 23 years of depression, I understood it. I got it. When you're depressed, you have a lot on you, and it's easy to lash out to lose your temper. So I just let it go. But once that was gone, and then six years later, you had your salvation, it was like, okay, Lord, this has got to be gone. And no, it was still there. And finally, those words of, I'm sorry, finally really had no meaning anymore. They just fell flat as if, what, you're saying you're sorry, but then you turn around and you do it again. And they're void. They're coming back void to me. And Lord, I just, I love this man so much. I know he loves me. Without a doubt, there was never any doubt in my mind that you didn't love me. But I still couldn't let myself continue to catch this because I knew what it was doing to me. And, and so what has the last couple of weeks been like as far as self-esteem, as far as your, your mindset and attitude having? I feel like, I mean, my, it's helped my self-esteem. I feel like there's, there's nothing I can't say to you, something I want to talk about where I'm not going to have my head bitten off because I 
bring up a subject I want to talk about, which should be something that we should just discuss sure. back and forth. Right. It just should be a discussion, a very easy discussion with no heat from anybody, just a, a discussion, just a conversation. But I knew that if I brought it up, what would happen? It would be a flare up. And for me, it wasn't worth it. But these last couple of but weeks, couple of weeks there's been none of that. Absolutely zero. Absolutely zero. And just um, just our marriage, which was already great. It was already awesome. It already come to this incredible point. But it has just been magnified um, since that breakthrough. I mean, I just, it's it's hard for me to wrap my mind around that we're finally right here where I wanted us to be for so long. And, you know, when you sent that message on that Monday, I want to renew my wedding vows to you. That's the that, message I sent to you. That's the message right. you sent to me. Right. Meant so much to me because it's something we've talked about for a long time, um, about renewing our vows. Because when I, we took our wedding vows, we were unequally yoked and I took mine before. My father in heaven, but you didn't, and, and that's okay. They were just words I, I on a page, that, you, right. know, it, you know, relative it, to what right. what it meant to you. What it meant to me. Yeah. And so now going into this equally yoked, both of us taking those vows before God together, um, this has such special meaning. And we haven't set a date for our vow renewal, but we hope it'll be sometime, sometime uh, this summer. Sometime and, August. Yeah. 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 Because uh, our wedding date is the 29th, so yes. we'll, we'll figure out what that looks like. And yeah. uh, but but again, just for me, even to to know that uh, a topic or a moment where you brought something up in the past that would have set me off, right. and it hasn't. I mean, I it's been palpable within me mm-hmm. that that's gone, mm-hmm. that, that it's not there anymore, and uh, the freedom that you have, the freedom that I have that we have in our marriage, you know, I've apologized to our children. Um, they, they've appreciated that. I, yes. I continue to tell them, Hey, we're, we're now three weeks uh, into this and, yeah. and there hasn't been any, uh, and they've appreciated that. And it's just, uh, it's just remarkable what, what God did in, and why, why in that moment? I don't know, because we've prayed about it before we've, we've, uh, but anyway. I, I think it comes down, you know, God knows when we're, at the end of our rope, as I would say. Um, Just kind of like the night, you know, that uh, you had your overdose in 1993, and I prayed for a guardian angel. And there, God sent one for me to see. He knew. Okay. She's she's at the end here. She's not giving up on me, but, you know, here here I've sent her something. Yeah. And right in that moment, through my prayers, through how he moved through you through this, yeah. his timing is always perfect. You know, uh, Terry Lee, as, as we think about the goodness of God and how he's worked through this situation, we've got another scenario mm. that demonstrates the goodness of God. Oh, yes. And that is the upcoming impending birth of our next grandchild. Mm-hmm. And children are a gift from God. Yes. Uh, children are a gift from God, and and uh, our youngest mm-hmm. daughter Whitney, and her husband Chris, uh, they've been married for coming up on two years, yes. and uh, 
the baby is due in two and a half weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know you're going to be making some trips out to Tazewell where they live and, mm -hmm. and uh, yes. uh, helping to get ready yes. uh, for the I'm baby. And then, and then uh, I know you'll spend some time out there as I will uh, with when them the born. as the baby arrives. Yes. Makes for, makes for arrival. It, it's exciting. And, you know, um, this past week has brought um, some amazing things to our ministry, but one began on Thursday morning. Um, Thursday morning, I was at the Franklin County Jail at 630 uh, doing a devotion with the ladies there that had been part of the Bridging the Gap program where I taught the Bible study there for almost 16 weeks and um, just had that incredible opportunity. And afterwards, I came straight home and we got in separate vehicles and started heading to Galax, Virginia. Yeah, well, he had a had a gentleman, and it's a it's a long, long story, uh, more than we have time for in the balance of this uh, week's program. But uh, this this gentleman has been through some very hard, difficult situations. Most of what he put himself in, uh, but he began to uh, want to pursue a relationship with Christ. Yes. And he chose to go into the Hope Center. We sponsored him, uh, paid to get him into the Hope Center. And um, on uh, Thursday, we were able to take a, a 2010 Ford Explorer to him. Uh, it's a vehicle that has high mileage. It really mm -hmm. no longer served our purpose from a ministry standpoint. It right. wasn't reliable enough, but this man happens to be a mechanic. Yes. And, uh, and we were able to gift the vehicle to him, sign it over to him mm -hmm. as he is, prepares for graduation from the Hope Center. And the same day, uh, the very same day, uh, he was offered uh, a paid internship with the Hope Center yeah. uh, to, to continue to work to help the next one. And uh, it's a story that we've shared about him mm -hmm. uh, over three episodes last summer. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and we will do a full recap on, on that uh, in, in another episode coming up. But uh, it's just remarkable to witness um, what has happened in his life. Yes. And again, it's the transformation. It's the transforming power of a, of a loving God who sent his son to the cross that because this man called on the name of Jesus, because this man chose to enter a relationship, chose his life was transformed. His life continues to be transformed. And now he's going to be working to have an impact on other people. And, you know, during, goodness, that year and a half, he went through his struggles you know, it was one thing after another. And, you know, we continued pursuing him and trying to keep him into a relationship, trying to get him to the Hope Center. Um, because there was something the first night I met him that he traveled to North Carolina with us for a weekend of ministry that I said to him when we came back, I said, I see something in him, in his spirit. This man has a beautiful spirit and there is he wants this. He wants it so desperately that he's having a hard time breaking away from his old habits, right? You've been in this lifestyle for years and years and years, and the enemy wants nothing more than to keep you in that lifestyle. He doesn't want you living for Christ. But praise God, he broke through that, and now he is having an impact on so many. Well, and Terry Lee, you know, we wrote about this on our, our ministry uh, on Facebook mm -hmm. about uh, our relationship with this guy and just witnessing what has happened. And, yeah. and, and if somebody were to ask, mm -hmm. what is, what is my brother's crossing? 
Hmm. Uh, we know you have a movie, but what is the ministry, My Brother's Crossing? Yeah. If, if we told this one story about this one guy, yes. it would epitomize uh, everything that we do through our ministry mm -hmm. in this one. If I if I had to tell one story, it would be his. Oh, absolutely. That's that's the one I would pick. It's. I mean, it's got a message of salvation, reconciliation, healing, grace, yes. mercy. Uh, you know, obedience. Uh, just the the whole gamut of what uh, we do and, and how time. we go about it, one yeah. at a time, one at a time. And uh, you know, just thankful for the opportunity to see God move. I mean, we mm. we have uh, been given uh, the privilege of a front row seat. Uh, to watch God move in life after life after life, yes. even as we deal with issues in our own lives, mm -hmm. uh, even as we try to uh, get closer to God in our own walk, mm -hmm. and um, and just having that opportunity to, to bear witness to, to uh, love on people that that I wouldn't have loved on, uh, you know, I'd cross the street to avoid some of these people that we are uh, now brought to to help. Um, it's it's just remarkable to see to see and when when I look at this one man's story, I think about all of the people that have had a hand through mm -hmm. our ministry through my mm -hmm. brother's crossing to right. impact him. Oh, absolutely! Uh, from from repairing the vehicle so right. that it was in a condition to get to him mm -hmm. to allowing him to come to that church weekend that first yes. weekend we met him and. And then somebody there gave us money that was then turned out to be used to shelter him for a period mm -hmm. of time. And, uh, it, it, you know, it's not just you and me. No. Far, far from that. It's it's a lot of people that are praying for Absolutely. us and praying for the people that we're ministering to, encouraging us, uh, encouraging these individuals. Uh, and it's just, a, it's just amazing how it all works together to impact just one for the kingdom. Well, you know, it's it's humbling to have these opportunities, you know, to go in and speak life, love, and truth into those who many times have never felt love, have never known what it is to be loved, especially by somebody who they don't know, somebody who they've never had a relationship, never known, who's coming in here and saying, you know what, I love you, I care about you, I care about your salvation. And I want this for you. Yeah, we when we get introduced to somebody new, we, we and it seems <laughs> artificial, but we say it. We, yes. I don't know you, but we love you. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't we don't know you, we don't know your story, we don't know your circumstance, but we love you mm -hmm. because God created you. Yes. And and it's hard for some. It's it was hard for me once upon a time. Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand how my brother. I couldn't understand how you could step into somebody's situation and just love them right out of the first moment you met them. Mm -hmm. uh, it, love had a different connotation for me once upon a time. Mm -hmm. And uh, and now to be on the other side of that and to witness, uh, to, to experience. And we certainly have seen that through House of Purpose. We've certainly been... Oh, my God. Uh, the recipients. Yeah, we, we received it from them, and they've, yes. ta they've taught me. They, they've been part of the mentorship for me. Uh, you know, you had a good basis of understanding mm -hmm. on all this in it already, but it, it's I been a great continue. Yeah. yeah, we still continue to learn through well, it. And, and uh, you know, we've had a situation that's unfolded over the last several weeks uh, involving a, a woman, and we won't go into any detail. But uh, on yesterday, Saturday, uh, we actually uh, worked with some people at the Hope Center, uh, worked with some people at House of Purpose Ministries, and we were able to uh, move uh, move her into uh, a new residence, and uh, we we were got 
some furnishings, couch and bed and so forth, and got all that moved in and set up for her. And, and just to see uh, just one more life impacted um, by what God is doing mm-hmm. uh, through, you know, my, my brother's, we're an outreach ministry of, of House of Purpose. Mm-hmm. Our, our ministry office is there. Uh, I'm ordained as a minister in House of Purpose, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, we're a separate organization, but we come under their uh, umbrella, if you will, and we go out and, and serve wherever God makes a way. Yes, and you know, just like it says, it's taken us almost six thousand miles just this month. Yep, and on uh, this morning we will be in Maydan, North Carolina, at Reality Church. Um, filling the pulpit there, and then, um, let's see, on this evening, we will be um, at Colson Church in Hillsville, Virginia. We'll be showing our movie there. Yes, that's right, and and uh, the, the man who received the vehicle and seven others, uh, yes. eight to ten total, are going to yeah. travel from the Hope Center in Galax to come be a part of that screening, yeah. uh, and, and that all came about as a result of somebody ordering a DVD from Hillsville, mm-hmm. and when I reached out to find out uh, uh, about their interest in the movie, uh, it, it just kind of led led to all that. So uh, yes. anyway, we, we, we hope that uh, you've been encouraged by something you've Absolutely. heard here this morning. Uh, we're about out of time, Terry Lee, and yes. uh, we just want to wish you all the best week possible ahead, yes. uh, and Look us up on mybrotherscrossing.org. That's our website. If you want to reach out to us or our ministry page on uh, Facebook at My Brothers Crossing. And we just, God bless you, and we hope you have a great week.